in the book of Psalms. The 137th division of Psalms. You notice I didn't say chapter because Psalms is made up of divisions, not chapters. 137 Psalms beginning at the first verse down through the sixth. Amen. Amen. Y'all been tiptoeing around my message all morning long, which lets me know that God sent this word today. Amen. I done heard it three or four times. I said, Lord, what are you trying to say? Amen. The 137th division of Psalms, verses 1 through 6. Are you there? Amen. If you can, if you can, stand for the reading of the word. Amen. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sit down, yea, we will, when we remember Zion. We hang our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof, for there they that carried us away captive required of us a song, and they that wasted us required of us a mirth saying, sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? Let me insert there, in strange times, in strange situations, in strange places, how can we sing a song in a strange land. If I forget thee, O Jerusalem, let my hand, right hand forget her cunning. If I do not remember thee, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. If I prefer not Jerusalem above my cheeks, joy. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his word. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Psalms 137, 1 through 6. Let me challenge your mind this morning with this subject. Praising in strange times. See, you got to have faith to say amen to that. Because normally we don't want to praise in strange times and in difficult times, in fearful times, in uncertain times. But I'm going to talk about praising in strange times. Amen. Thank God for Jesus. You know, God is worthy to be praised all the time. Uh, if you have faith, and I suppose that you do, strange time is where you really need to praise him. 
not only am I thanking him, but Lord, uh, get me out of this. Yeah. See me through this. Yeah. I start to talk about praise your way through it. But maybe you wouldn't have got that as well as praising him in strange times. One of our members just this morning got their car broken into. Strange time. That same member is at church right now. Amen. Somebody say, strange time. You got to have faith to press your way through strange times. When you press your way through pain, when you press your way through financial difficulties, when you press your way through family matters, uh, unfaithful friends. It takes strength to say, Lord, thank you for the strange times. Because, see, if you always had a hallelujah on your mouth, you wouldn't know what strange times meant. But after you have been in the valley of despair and God delivers you, you can praise in strange times. Is it anybody ever been in a strange situation? You didn't bring it on yourself, but it just happened. And you had to deal with it. But rather than sitting up there asking yourself, why, how come, why me, why not you? God is saying to somebody this morning, I let you down to pick you up. Yeah, I, you don't understand it all right now, but by and by, you'll reflect back on this time and really give me the praise because you will be able to identify that I have delivering power. In fact, when you were going through it, I was with you then, but it was hard to see me through the smoke, through the anxiety, through the fear through the uncertainty. I was there. You just didn't look for me. Is it anybody in the building been in strange times? Give God a praise for the strange times. Briefly, I will share a small snip of Pastor Ware's life. Uh, there was a time that uh, my sister and I, we went to California for we had lost a nephew. And the nephew had gotten into drugs and games. And we didn't know all of this. We were just going to be with our brother. At the film, I said at the film, they had the whole neighborhood blocked off, barricaded. We were wondering what was going on. FBI, Sheriff Department, Police Department. The word was out that the gang was going to kill the family members and the pastor that preached the film. We still didn't know, but we were walking in the valley 
of the shadows of death. They had a line of secret service men between the building and us, and we walked down in betwixt. I'm saying, what have we gotten into? Lord Jesus. In the sanctuary, you saw special agents with oozes sticking out of their coats. The pastor did the eulogy in a bulletproof vest. And we still didn't know. On the way to the, as they passed the casket, his gang members hit the casket like this. Boom, do this. Boom, do this. I said, my God, something is up here. After the church service, on our way to the graveyard, we were in a procession. The pastor went one way, the family went another way. Special agents were detecting all of it. We still didn't know. We were in mourning, we was grieving because we've lost a family member. Well, once it was over, I went up to the pastor and started talking. He said, I'll let you know now. He said, look, bulletproof vest. He said, on my way here, they tried to ambush me, but I was on a phone with the FBI. I saw them drive up and they were getting ready to spray me so they could get to the family. FBI interrupted, picked them all up. He came onto the graveyard and he told me, when we found out, we couldn't get back to Texas quick enough. <laughs> Our brother was saying, y'all don't have to leave, but you don't understand, we gotta leave. Strange times. We look back on that now and see the hand of God moving in his majestic covering us. Every, and we didn't know. What's the point of all this? You might be walking in the shadows of death and don't even know it. Somebody say, but God. There are many things that can put you in distress. Many things that can make you uncomfortable. Many things that will cause you to question things. But always remember, but God. In our lesson today, we look at the house of Israel. Now you got to understand the house of Israel uh, had been captured by the Babylonian Empire. Well, the house of Israel this part was Judah. The other part, they had come in about 150 years earlier by the Assyrian government to capture the other Israelites. And they carried them off and they scattered them. 150 some years later, now see, it's one thing 
not knowing, but it's another thing knowing and not doing. Judah here knew what got their brothers and sisters captured. They knew they were there, but they forgot. We tend to think because it happened to you, it won't happen to me. That's a lie perpetrated by the devil. So Babylon, the enemy, and Edom, which was supposed to be Israel's uncle, they got together and came and helped Babylon capture Judah. What you're saying, Pastor, you have to worry about your enemies and you have to worry about your friends. Because all your friends don't have your back. So you got to know who are you befriending. Am I right about it? Therefore, God had told me, I got to lock y'all up. Y'all need some prison experience. Everybody needs some prison experience. And it's a lot of things that can put you in prison. A lot of things that can shut you down. A lot of things that will distract and occupy your mind. God told him, I'm going to leave you here for 70 years, and then I'm going to come get you. While they were in here, here we are at the river of Babylon. It was customary to hold church because they were in prison. It was customary to hold church by the river. That was customary. But here they are by the river and then they start remembering bad times the distress, the anguish, the despair they experienced while living in Babylon, how they had tried to strip them of their identity, strip them of their motivation, strip them of their inspiration. Don't that sound like the devil? Trying to get you to bow down, trying to steal your character, trying to steal your inspiration, trying to steal your forward progress. Somebody said, devil, you are a liar. Well, as they sit there, they begin to remember all the bad things that had happened to them. They start to remember how good they had it back in Zion, in Jerusalem. They start to remember, you know, your, your mind can play tricks with you if you don't keep it harnessed. Well, they start to remember Zion. And then they got depressed. Then they got this trouble. And their instrument of praise, like our instrument, organ, piano, drum, they had hearts, which they send up sweet and smelling praises unto the Lord. They were so depressed, they had hung them up. They had stopped praising. What am I preaching about? Praising through, through strange times. Once something gets so big that it hinders your praise, it's too big. I said, it's too big. It's not too big for you to handle it, 
but it's too big if it keeps you from coming to church. Oh, oh. Prayer meeting, Bible study. I'm just depressed. That's a work of the enemy. Well, they hung them up. And where did they, I can understand, they were so depressed that they hung them up on willows. Now, you might not know for, city folks might not know for willows, but in the country, willows was a tall, droopy, sad-looking tree. It had stuff hanging off of it. It just, it, it, it just looks bad. It, it looks like the tree got problems. Am I right about it? And they hung their harps up on a sad place. You say they were sad. In other words, they said, okay, I need to put my, paw, my uh, paws on praising. So I'm going to just, we, Lord, we're just too depressed to praise you in strange time. Knowing how good God had been to them all of the time. And they got so depressed, they said, okay, Paul, uh, G, uh, uh, God, let me pause and attend to this woe is me. Woe is me. Paul, me. Lord, why me? They had hung their harps up of praise. And, and see, here's the things that affect your praise, regret, excuses, self-justification, lack of a desire to praise. You, you, I can't, the notion that I got to feel good to praise him is a ploy of the devil. If somebody wake you up at two o'clock in the morning and, 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 and want to praise the Lord, you should just jump right up and say, Lord, thank you. It doesn't make any difference what I'm going through, but it does make a difference who's going through it with me. Am I right about it? They hung them up and they had regret. They, they, they said, Lord, we shouldn't have been here. We, we saw our brothers and sisters get hauled off to the Syrian government. Uh, Lord, why, were, why are we here? Rebellion, sin, thinking it won't happen to me. The story I just told you, I would, had never phantomed being in a situation like that. But through it all, my faith rose up out of the pits of my belly and said, look what God can do. Look what God will do. Look what God's been doing all along. So it strengthened me. It strengthened me. And they put praise on pause. You know, when you pause something, there's a standing still. <sighs> when I put, I record a lot of shows, and if I have to go to the restroom or go get me a snack, I'll put it on. And it's the same place it was when I left. Is anybody hearing me? Have you put your praise on pause? 
Lord, let me get myself together. It ain't no such thing. Let me figure this out. It ain't no such thing. Take your praise off of pause and give God some glory. Give God some glory. See, remembering yesterday while consider why you are will cool down your worship. Remember, remembering yesterday will cool down your worship. Am I right about it? Your praise has gotten cold. In the country, I know some of y'all don't know how to spell country, but in the country we had wood heaters. We burnt wood year round. Whether it was 120 degrees outside, we were still in that burning wood because mama had to cook. We wasn't privileged at that time to have gas. Uh, central heating and air or uh, insulation. And you had what you call a pot butter stove and you had to build a fire in it to keep warm. Well sometime that fire would get to going so the side of that pot belly stove would get glowing red. You had to kind of back up a little bit. During the night, that stove cooled off. Because if you quit feeding it wood, it will eventually cool off. And the house would even get cold. See, when praises are not going up, the house get The house get cold. And see, it's hard to love when your house is cold. It's hard to forgive when your house is cold. Am I right about it? It's hard to encourage somebody when your house is cold. Somebody say, put another log on the fire. Keep the fire burning in strange time. Keep it glowing in strange time. See, it's easy to say, Lord bless you with even five dollars. It's easy to say, thank you, Lord. But see, it's harder when that five dollars is taken, taken from you unexpectedly. You say, uh-uh. I got to put this on pause so I can figure out how to get that five dollars back. When your house Coldness will cause you to hang up your instrument of praise. Coldness can result from failure, situations, state of mind, stamina, attitude, disappointment, anger, piety, disappointment, 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 death, will cool your house down. Am I right about it? And it was all, and also emotional storm. We are living in a society now where folks are just a little bit too timid. Their feelings get hurt even if you look that way. 
what you looking at. These are my eyes. And I point them where I want them. You need to get over whatever's going on with you. And I know somebody that can help you not be so sensitive. Folks are losing their lives because folks are sensitive. Am I right about it? My baby needs some diapers, so I go out there and break in my member's truck because folks are so sensitive. You can't even have a good conversation sometimes, folks being so sensitive. In the way to identify what are you saying? Didn't you hear the words that just came out of my mouth? That's what I just said. But folks are so sensitive. Strange time. I'm of the opinion Christians ought to have some tough skin. Most Christians been through something. Most Christians know what God will do. Not most Christians know that I don't care what comes or may, I'm not going to put my praise on Paul. Because when I came in here this morning, maybe it had been on Paul, but I'm going to unpause your praise today because you got something to be thankful for. If it's nothing but being able to see me as I stand here and preach, that's something to be thankful for. You're not dead, six feet under, you're still on top of the ground, you still got another chance. Somebody ought to give God some praise right there. Am I right about it? I don't know what happened, but somebody woke up. Say, look here what we're doing. We are here to have church by the river, and we done start floundering in our pity party. And we done hung up our instruments of praise. Now we just sitting here, knowing, acting like we don't know what to do. Well, you know what to do. All you have to do is just call on the name of the Lord. He'll do it for you. Am I right about it? Lord, if I forget Zion, thank you for bringing me to myself. Lord, let my hand uh, forget how to pick this harp. You gave me that harp. You gave me the skills to play that harp. Lord, if I forget how good you've been to me, let my hand lose her cunning. That's what that means. And then let the, my tongue cleave, stick to the roof. You know, when your tongue is in your roof, you can't, you can't say nothing if your tongue is cleaving to the roof of your mouth. Lord, do that if I dare forget how good you have been to me. It's there, read it. And I just want to encourage somebody today to praise your way through it. Whether you are up or whether you are down, just praise your way through it. Am I right about it? David said just the other day, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil because of who's walking with me. 
I come by here to tell somebody to fear no evil because God is walking with you. Am I right about it? That's reason uh, to continually praise. Uh, Paul said the other day, nor heights, nor death, nor uncertainty, nor situation, nor spirits, nor anything else will separate me from the love of God. Ain't he all right? Uh, I can't hear you this morning. Ain't the Lord all right? Yeah. But I'm glad that he gave me some experiences to draw on. Uh, I will tell my stories to my children, to my grandchildren. If, if Lord let me see my great grandchildren, am I right about it? God has been good to me. Uh, somebody ought to shout for the Lord. Uh, somebody ought to say glory in the house. Uh, turn to your neighbor. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't mean to distract you, but the pastor asked me to turn to you and tell them God is good all the time. God is good every time. Ain't God all right? Ain't he all right? Ain't the Lord all right? Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God saw man in despair. He saw man in trouble. He saw man about to commit suicide. And God looked at his son. His son looked back. His son said, prepare me a body and I'll go down and I'll deliver man's soul. He came on down through 42 generations, born in Bethlehem, wrapped in swaddling clothes. But one day, somebody say one day, they carried him to old rugged cross. One day, they stretched him wide with a nail in each hand and a spike through both feet. Am I right about it? Somebody said, surely, oh, surely, surely, this must have been the Son of God. And he died. He died. He died. The Lord die. They put him in a barry grave early Sunday morning. He kicked the bottom out of hell, stepped on board, and said, All power, all power, all power in heaven and in earth is in my hand. I'm glad that the story doesn't end there cause he's coming back again coming in the house riding on a cloud those that are dead will rise first those which are alive will be chained say they will be chained taken off more 
putting on immortality. And Jesus with his big old hand gonna take us all up and present us to the Father. These are mine. These are mine. I died for them. I bled for them. Ain't God all right? Ah, yeah. Am I right about it? When trouble come, when uncertainty come, when despair come, when failure come, just keep on walking. Despair, mm. trouble, mm. disappointment, mm. failure. Mm. Keep on walking. Have your eyes on the stop posting glory. Ain't he all right? Yeah, ain't the Lord all right? Somebody say, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I, 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 no, he is. I know he's alright. I know he's alright. Is there anybody? Anybody? No, the Lord's alright. Let's put our hands together. Right there, because the Lord is all right. Hallelujah. Let's not hang up our praise. Let's continue to praise him. Again, and again, and again, and again. Come on, somebody, and again, and again. Your deliverance is in your praise. Your healing is in your praise. Your well-doing is in your praise. Come on, somebody, give him some praise. Hallelujah. We serve a great God, so we should give him a great praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let's put our hands together for our pastor. Laboring in the word this morning. Hallelujah. Let us open up the doors of the church that have been open for a mighty long time. There may be someone here today that needs healing. There may be someone here today that desire a closer walk with Jesus. There may be someone here that may be lost and needs a way to find the way. And what way is that? That's the Jesus way. Amen. Would you come today? Would you come? 